Welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Ellenby, your host and women's ministry mentor. I'm the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. The Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast is a podcast for women's ministry leaders and team members of all stages, from new to seasoned, serving in their local church community. If you're looking for hope and inspiration, you've come to the right place. In addition to discussing the nuts and bolts of women's ministry, I'll be asking seasoned women's ministry leaders to share their best tips and the lessons they've learned. Together, we'll learn to build a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. Welcome to episode 29, Selecting Discipleship, Mentoring, and Bible Study Materials. Today, we'll be talking about who should make that decision and what that person needs to consider when making their materials selection. Numbers of resources are available for discipleship, small groups, mentoring, and Bible study. It's overwhelming. How do we possibly narrow them down? And who makes this decision? Well, that varies from church to church. Generally, there are five different approaches to selecting Bible study, mentoring, or discipleship materials. Each one has its pros and cons that I will highlight as we walk through them. First, you may have a Bible study, mentoring, or discipleship facilitator. Each group leader or your mentor may make the selection. That person is likely to pick a study topic they are passionate about, and that passion will shine through in their teaching and facilitating. The cons to that, though, Facilitators sometimes get in a rut choosing the same authors repeatedly, and the selections may or may not be in line with the current focus of your women's ministry or the church. Second option is pastor selection. The pros for this, the women's ministry team does not have to delegate the task. They're often aware of newer studies, though sometimes not, and the studies they choose will likely align with the current church focus or mission. But the cons? If the pastor's a man, he may not choose something that appeals to a large number of women. The facilitator and the women's ministry team may feel that they had no say in the selection. The third person who might make this resource selection is the coordinator, the one who oversees through the women's ministry your Bible study, discipleship, or mentoring program. This is her primary role, so she should be familiar with a variety of studies and resources, and she should have her pulse on the interests of the women in the church and community. As part of the women's ministry team, her selections should support and encourage the current focus of the women's ministry and the church. But it's possible her preferences for a particular study style or author might be way more heavenly in the decision-making process, though not necessarily intentionally. A facilitator may wish to have input, which could leave them filling out if they don't. Fourth option is a Bible study or resource review team. So what is a review team? Well, a review team is a wide variety of women coming together to review and give their input. A member of the women's ministry team or Bible study or mentoring coordinator should chair and guide the team, keeping them on task in in alignment with current church and ministry goals. Reviews of the same study are completed by multiple people. The cons though, there is a time commitment and multiple meetings will be necessary. The majority tends to rule, which may not always be a good thing. And the fifth option for selecting resources is letting your attendees vote. 
those who attend are given a voice in their choices. And if the women's ministry team or Bible study or mentoring coordinator is struggling to narrow down the choices, this can be a fair way of deciding which studies or resources to offer. The kinds, the voters may be unfamiliar with the content of each resource or study, and the final selection may not be in alignment with your church and ministry goals. And not all votes may be bathed in prayer. But here's an option. You could have your attendees vote on the topic, but not the specific study or resource materials. That allows the facilitator to make sure the study aligns with God's word and the church's beliefs. Are you leading a small group or Bible study? Do you sometimes struggle with collecting prayer requests? Would you like some of your quieter group members to share more? As a seasoned Bible study leader, I've picked up some great tips and tricks over the years, and I'm sharing them all with you in my Bible study facilitator training course. This course contains 18 short video lessons, worksheets, email scripts, Bible study group guidelines, and so much more. It's everything you need to succeed as a small group or Bible study leader this year. Visit bsftraining.com to register and get more information. About six or seven years ago, I had the opportunity to serve on a Bible study review team. It was something new to me, something that I had never done before, but it was a really good experience to see how it worked and to learn how such a team could be useful in selecting resource materials. Again, whether that's for discipleship, Bible study, or mentoring. At one of our Bible study meetings, our Bible study coordinator, she made a request. She let us know that we had the opportunity to sit on the Bible study review team and that she would love our input. She let us know that this was a multi-week commitment. We're going to have to meet several times, and there was a lot of reading and research that we were going to be responsible for. But... If we wanted help the team put together a list for future studies, we were welcome to be part of that process. Now, in your church, you may want to limit your review team to women who are active members or active attendees of your church. If you've got a lot of women in the community or women that attend other churches, you'll need to make that decision ahead of time as to whether or not you want them on the review team. I could see the pros and cons for either way. The biggest concern I would have is that they may not fully align with or understand the theology and beliefs of your particular church or denomination. And so as they're reviewing studies, they may not um, see things that might be an issue or, or a red flag or maybe even just something that might require explanation. Not that you can't do a study that doesn't align perfectly, but they might just not think or be aware of some of the hiccups that could come up. It was a small team. I think there were maybe five of us that were on it. And at that first meeting, our Bible study coordinator, she brought in this big stack of Bible study books and resources for us to look through. She also had a list that the former team had gone through and they reviewed. There were some studies that they liked that we had not yet done. So we could review those if we wanted to. We could review some of the books that she had on hand, but we were also welcome to bring in studies that we were aware of to review as well. 
So over several weeks, we met. Each week, we would turn in our reviews. She actually had a spreadsheet that we filled out. And if you want more information, it's in my Bible Study Facilitator training course. I share those resources with you in there. We looked at things like, how much homework was there? How many days would it probably take our women to complete it? Or how much time? And was there a DVD that we needed to use? And if so, how long did that last? And we also just like did a really quick skim through. We may not have done the lessons, Really? I mean, I sure didn't. I don't think the other women had time for that too, but I at least really read thoroughly through several different lessons throughout the book and skimmed as much as possible. So we turned in what we found on paper, and then we passed that book to somebody else on the team to review if we felt like it should be looked at by others. Sometimes it was a really easy no. We didn't like the resource for whatever reason. Sometimes we weren't sure. And sometimes it was a definite yes. We wanted somebody else to give their stamp of approval. So we circulated those books and resources around just a little bit and got at least two or three people to review every single resource. And we met together and we discussed and talked about, you know, what did we like? What did we find? And we ultimately narrowed down the selection to just a few Bible study books. And from there, our Bible study coordinator and the women's ministry team decided which of those selections would be offered in the next semester. I really enjoyed the process. It was nice to be able to lend a hand and to give some input and to really look through the studies before we offered them. The only real struggle I have with that process is you have to select your person who's going to lead the study after it's already been selected. And that person may not love the study options that have already been chosen and may decide, you know, I'm not really feeling motivated to lead one of those groups. They may already have in their mind a study that they would like to lead. There may be some way that you can work around that and balance your leader's input as well as the review team's input. But either way, it's a process you might want to consider in your church. As you're reviewing Bible study materials, discipleship materials, and mentoring materials, there are some questions you're going to want to ask. I divide them into two categories, practical questions and theological questions. I'm going to share a small sample of the questions that I like to ask in hopes that they'll help you as you select resources. Here's some practical questions you may want to consider. One, how long is your meeting time? Two, how many weeks will you be meeting? Three, how much homework do you want to assign? And four, what type of study are you looking for? Are you looking for a true Bible study? Are you looking for a DVD-driven study? Do you want a Bible study book? Do you want to have a Bible study workbook? Maybe the answer is a combination of those things. Or you could even be doing something that is sermon-based, that's sermon alignment. You'll find five additional practical questions in my mini course, how to select the best Bible study for your group, and in my Bible study facilitator training course you heard about earlier. Theological questions that I like to ask, one, does this study emphasize engagement with the scriptures, or is it focused primarily on the author's personal stories and experiences? Two, does this study align with the beliefs and teachings of my pastor and church? And three, does this study encourage women to search the scripture for answers, or are they primarily found within the pages of a book or workbook? There's three more theological questions that I encourage you to ask in the resources I mentioned earlier. If your team has selected a theme or scripture verse focus for the year, you may want your study selections to support that focus. 
If you don't know what I'm talking about, be sure you check out episode five for more information on the selecting a theme. Here are today's toolbox tasks. Number one, review your material selection process. Number two, discuss any possible changes that need to be made. Number three, make a plan for implementing those changes. I pray the Lord will guide your resource selections and that he will lead your team to the right and best resource for your specific group of women. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox podcast. Please make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May he direct your steps as you seek to make him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve.